last show episode one disclaimers. I do not think my neighbors are crazy. When I referred to crazy neighbors, I was talking about Ladera as a whole. All you crazy decorators out there making me look bad, look lazy. That's what I was referring to. And lastly, the word um, Chinaman. I didn't know if it was offensive. If it is, I'm sorry. I thought it was the same as Englishman, Frenchman, Irishman, flying Dutchman. So with that, show number two. I'm bad for your health. I come real stealth, dropping bombs on your moms. Fuck call arms. Do a foul crime, mob that nigga with your outline. So the four six, so always let tricks know and friends know we got that endo. No, I'm not a sucker, sitting in a house of pain. And no, I'm not the butler. I'll cut ya, headbutt ya. You say you can't touch this, and I wouldn't touch ya, punk motherfucker. Here to let you know, boy. Oh boy, I make dope, but don't call me dope boy. This ain't no fucking motion picture. I got your bitch up, my nigga. Get with ya and hit ya, taking that yak to the neck. So you better run a shit. So come on and tickety tack yourself before you wreck yourself. Tickety tack yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on, tack yourself before you wreck yourself. Cause shotgun bullets are bad for your health. Tickety tack. And then they get played Cause they bitch made Pulling out a switchblade That's kinda trifo Cause that's an IFO AK-47 Assault rifle What is up my friends? Carl Steinler back in the house Coming at you Kinda live from my casita Carl's casita You could say out here in Lovely Ladera Ranch, California South Orange County, uh, you know, I like to call it my little bubble within the bubble. Um, I own it. I love it. I love my neighborhood. I love my community. I love South Orange County. And you know what? It is just, it was so unique. I, I, I felt like I had to document it. So what is this, you ask? What is this show? Who is this dude talking to you right now? Well, I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. Uh, I can tell you it'll be an oral history of sorts. Maybe an art project. You know, we're just going to have a fun time. Talk to some cool people, maybe some a-holes. You know how it goes. We're just going to have fun, see where this takes us. You know, I like to say Rome lasted for about 600 years. Ladera's going on 23 strong right here, right now. How long can it last? I don't know. Who knows? Hey, like I said, we're here to have fun. So, if you got something to say, you email me. C as in cat, Stein, S-T-E-I-N, 33, at iCloud.com cstein33 at icloud.com and we will get you on the show we will make it happen you can come on as a swim somebody who isn't me we got multiple mics you can bring a homie whatever you want to do like i said community-based podcast community-based show we i am here for you so with that said you live in ladera local this is stein time and it is time to chat my friends tonight we have a mr Daryl Cyphers in the house. Yes, Daryl. Yeah. What's up, man? Talk to me, baby. I'm Yo, so glad you made it, bro. We're making this happen. We are doing exactly <laughs> that, happen. dude. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I remember, gosh, it was maybe 
like a month ago, I think I I might have brought this idea up to you and said, yo, hey, I'm thinking about doing a a podcast going to be Ladera based to begin with. I think you'd be a great guy to talk to. I mean, you you must have thought I was crazy. What did you think? I don't know. No, I was I was up to it because we talked about this at the Ladera Sports Center. Yes. Yes. You mentioned you were like you're coaching. I would love to learn about these crazy parents. Oh my god, we're going there already. Okay, so we're we're going hey, straight well, there. I mean, we could, or I could pass some more of this beer. Okay, hey, yeah, let Take me. Let me we will get there. We will get there because I know you've been a longtime coach for yeah. bas- basketball, correct? And basketball, soccer, soccer. League. Did you play soccer? No. Yeah, it's the only sport I didn't play growing up. That's why it's hard for me to teach my kids. I, I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll try to steer my kids away from soccer, actually, if they want to play. I'll be like, oh, yeah. man, softball or baseball, just because I'm afraid. Like, you know, we're, I can't make them better, I feel like. It's so interesting because we're like a soccer family now. Really? Like, all my kids are all in on soccer. Okay, wait, That's so how many you got? Before. I got four kids. Wow, and what's our oldest? So, the oldest is 11. That's Jalen. Okay. And I have twin girls. Ooh, hold on what twin girls yeah mila and Aaliyah. they uh will be nine in may and then my youngest is jonah so two boys two girls so you had another one after twins dude well, no, well see people always say that that's so that's so judgmental so oh i'm sorry i, I did not mean no, to offend you hey hey offend i like that okay tell to, me though because i do say that i'm gonna stop saying that let me explain myself please so our kids my oldest, we tried for three years before we actually were able to have him. Jalen. Jalen. Okay. And then we tried another two years, and then we had my daughters. Both times was fertility help. Okay. So okay. my oldest and the twins were both with fertility. Awesome. Amazing. We thought we were done. Yeah, that's got beautiful. Boy, got two girls done. And then years later someone's body decided to start working naturally Woo! no way and that's where little jonah popped up oh what a blessing dude that's, wow. one, that's one way to describe it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we're not as crazy we we're like oh let's add one more it, it we got we got food dude that is phenomenal that is that's so special though i mean four kids you're obviously a very involved dad uh your wife the same um Wow. Wow. So, so how long you been in Ladera for? So we moved to Ladera in December of 2021. Oh, so you're like a newbie. Yeah, we've been here for a little over a year, two years now. Yeah, see, because I remember the first time I met you was maybe uh, my neighbor right here, Miss Wendy. Shout out to Wendy and mm-hmm. Steve. Um, yeah, like one thing I kind of do weird when I meet people in Ladera or see them, I like to kind of like size them up, but not size them up like, oh, tough guy. He's like a guy, like is this guy a California native or not? I like to try to like determine if, yeah. you know, I see Cali people and I, I knew, dude, I, I saw your Cali, but I always had you pegged for like Hollywood or maybe Burbank, you know? And then, <laughs> and then I heard, I just started sure, talking man. to him like, oh, this guy's NorCal, you know? And then I was yeah. thinking Berkeley or maybe SF, but you're Hayward, right? So, yes. Yeah, just outside of Hayward, right, right in Fremont. Okay. My wife went to Berkeley, but she's from... Mission Viejo. She's similar to you. She's from Mission Viejo. Yep, yep, yep. I'm so that's that. what we talked about when mm-hmm. we first met. And um, I think we exchanged phone numbers. And then I got a text from you one random day like, hey, you want to, you know, you, you mentioned your son Jalen likes to surf. Why don't you come over to Delhini with us? And uh, I think we had a prior engagement, so we weren't able to go. 
uh, and I felt super bad. And then you text me like, "Yeah, dude, we're gonna make it happen." Hey, like, hey, come over to my uh, place over here down in Newport. I was like. Man, he's really trying to connect. I, I'm feeling. This I love energy. people that yeah, love that to was, surf, and you know, I, I love the beach, and yeah. and I just, yeah, man, heck yeah, this hey, it'll happen this summer, like for sure, for sure. So is he still surfing, or because I know sometimes people can get you know a little turned off. No, he is. We took him down to T Street um, two weeks ago, and he went out there and he was surfing. He uh, he was out there for maybe like 20 minutes, and he was like, "It's cold." Oh, it's cold, bro. Yeah. So he he came right now. Um, yeah, it's pro. It's, it's did. Do you know what's if he has like a four three or a three two? Do you know how thick his wetsuit is? Uh, I just got it off of Amazon, bro. <laughs> I don't know, but you know he loves it. He grew up. We, you know, we we came from Manhattan Beach, and he was there. El Porto. He was there. Sur- no, we were surf at um, Bruce's Beach. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Twenty Sixth Street, mm-hmm. and he'd be out there every day with his buddies. And he just surfs, surfs, surfs. So he just loves it. That's sick, dude. And, um, and so I'm glad that, you know, Ladera has uh, some great beaches as well. Yeah, it's right. Beautiful. Ten minutes away. Yeah, so, so Cal, dude. Like I said, this is the bubble within the bubble. Um, it's this a beautiful is a, place. It, this is a bubble. The it's, room. This is a bubble of the bubble in the bubble. This is a vibe, bro. Oh, Boom shakalaka. this is great. I mean, like. Yeah, well, I, I, I always ask my guests, you know, at some point to describe the room it's a disconnected room from our house a, a casita it's my office during the day but i mean describe it to the folks this is like um <laughs> so let me let me kind of ex- ex- describe my personal office so if you ever get a guy and you give him a space and you're like make it exactly what you want it to be mm-hmm. i feel like that's what you did with here so with my office i started building my office and when it was done, I started looking at it, and I was like, "Oh, I just built a fucking barbershop." Oh shit! It's like a barbershop. So, but that's heartbreaking. It's, it's, You're no, making my heart break. But it's funny. Because oh, but you liked it. I, I liked it. Nice, I had, sick. Like, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell up. yeah. Hell yeah. Jordans up. You know, I had everything that I like. It's like matte black in there, dude. And heck I got yeah. my TV. Up. And just, your wife absolutely hates it. Right. She calls so it junk. It's it's just what it's me, dude. And so dude, I, give me I say that because that's what I feel like when I came in here. It's like this is you. Like it's it's a little bit of everything that you love, dude. Right, right on nail on the head yeah. for sure. Yeah, you're right. Every little thing in here, you could point to anything, and it has a story. Or right. I have some affiliation with it, or, or you know, it's beautiful, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Making making my heart melt for real. Yeah. So you provide, you provided me beer, so I I owe you. A- uh. I was a good juju. Yeah, that's right. Another another fifty minutes. So, <laughs> all right. So, wow, one year in Ladera, and you're happy you made the move, I assume. Or it's, it's how are your kids? I mean, Jalen must have been eleven, ten. That must have been a little difficult. No. So Jay moved, and we, he was ten, and we were very concerned um, because he, you know, that's where he. Yeah, it's all his homies. That's yeah, where he started school and all his homies, and he was definitely um, sad when we told him. But then we moved out here and our neighbor right in front of us turned out to be a kid that was in his class. They ended up being one of his good friends and literally like two, three weeks into it, he was all never day. looked back. Dude, nice. Back. Dude, nice. And, and then the girls, you know, they're just they're just into Well, they got each other too. Got That's each other. nice. Yeah, they just, you know, it's going great. And then my youngest <laughs> 
Jonah, you know, he was just, he was a little weird. <laughs> he, was, he, he was weird. Cause How old is he? He's six. Okay, six. But he, when we moved here, he was five. And he was coming from, uh, you know, it's just getting out of COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so his kindergarten year, or the first half of his kindergarten year, I believe our preschool, was all at home because the schools oh, in L.A. County rough. were shut down. Yeah, that's tough. And they hear COVID, COVID, COVID. You can't leave the house. You have to wear a mask. If you go to school, no, you can't go to school. You're sitting next to this person. And so he was just very traumatizing. He was fearful of being in groups. Yeah. I mean, and it makes sense, right? I mean, it makes sense. So then you put him next to other kids and he's just like, no, this is too much for me. Oh, poor guy. So it took him a while to just be a kid and normal and not be fearful. And that was a big reason why we moved out here is because we just needed, we needed our kids to be kids. Well, LA County was super gnarly in terms of their restriction. And 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 Manhattan Beach is not. Was he going to public out there? Yeah. Manhattan Beach has this separate school district, but it mirrors LA County very closely. Okay. Their policies are pretty much Manhattan Beach policies. Gotcha. And so, um, yeah, he just needed to just live. Yeah, normal. Yeah, and he's 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 starting like he's he still has a little bit left in him where his emotions are a little strange sometimes, Mm -hmm. but for the most part he's good now. Nice, dude. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, heck yeah, man. Yeah, like I said, I'm super stoked to have you here. So my first little section that I like to you know kick things off with, I guess you could say, is what I call um life pro tips. But then I ask people to reappropriate one with a Ladera pro tip. So let me go over some life pro tips first, and then I'll ask you for your Ladera Pro Tip. Sound good? Let's do it. All right. So this one <clears throat> came up the other day and it's been a while since I've, you know, had to, to interview, but it says life pro tip. You can't lie about how much you make in interviews anymore. For a very long time, it has been standard procedure for many people to inflate your current salary when interviewing for a new job. However, those days are in the past. Dun, dun, dun and potential employers have access to how much you made from every paycheck at almost every job you've worked. Do you know if that's true or? I think that's false. You think that's false? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it says this is all because of employment reporting services, the most common being the work number by Equifax. They gather data from every paycheck you've ever received and hold information on your employer that you worked for, blah, 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 job title, when you were hired, fired, listed as living, where you worked, salary, hourly rate, da, 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 da. Yeah, I I do know the work number that's been around for it's been around for a while, but from my understanding, it was always to confirm the dates of employment. Okay, never to confirm. I thought it was illegal for it's like I, it's illegal for them to ask how much you make. I think in some states, yes. Okay, in California, they just recently passed like a pay transparency type law. Interesting. Where if you post a job, you have to post like what the cost is going to be or what, the, what their salary is going to be um, and what others within your organization are making everything like that. It's really, it's, it's this, I, I don't know. California is so like, it's, whatever happened to private business, laissez-faire. Listen, if someone comes up to me at my job, mad that I make more than them and we do a similar job, I'm going to tell them to go find somebody else to talk to. Exactly. That, that, that's not my problem. My problem is not to make sure that you 
are making as much money as me. My job is to make sure I'm making as much money as possible. And I'm going to continue doing that. To provide for my family. Amen, bro. Amen. Now, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not going to hate on you. If, I, if there's a way that I can help you, sure. Yeah. But, for, like. The, but to come at me like that is just whack. Dudes be coming up, like, just hating. Like, yeah. No, um, I hear that. You know, and I'm not about that. I'm no, definitely. Like no, nah, dude. NorCal in the house, I'm baby. Not, no hate. No hate up in NorCal. We're not doing that, man. No, that's whack. I you can't. know the interesting thing about NorCal and SoCal? Though? What's that? Steer the conversation. No, please, please. It goes anywhere we want. So, so Nor, so NorCal dudes like myself growing up, like we we don't we couldn't stand. So real quick, when you go to the city, would it be SF, Oakland, or Berkeley? Um, when I when I say city, yeah, like when you go when you were younger, where would you hang more? We probably go to San Francisco. Okay, as a family. Okay. Yeah, you go to San Francisco. No, I mean when you were young, like partying from Fremont, you go to oh, Fre- party? yeah, yeah. Man, we we party like in the suburbs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, party Sorry, so I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, okay, no the worries. difference between SoCal and NorCal. So us in NorCal, we always thought SoCal dudes was like super bougie and like you know there's stars. And I like my caviar. Thing like that. And so um, when we moved out here, I was like, you know, I moved out here to work for Snapchat. Okay. And I was concerned. I was like, man, I, I don't mess with SoCal people. So you kind of had a chip on your shoulder. You're like, yeah, it's like, okay. this, this is not going to work. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, I started meeting more people in SoCal. And and I was like, oh, this is interesting because I never thought I really would click with SoCal people. Hey. NorCal people don't really like SoCal. I know, people. right? They think we're and then, fake. And then SoCal people would be like, oh, like we ain't thinking anything about y'all at all. No, <laughs> not even <laughs> a second like, thought. They don't even, they don't even I hope they're getting they some be, sun up there, yeah, you know? They just be just doing their own thing, right? Yeah. And then I also noticed that dudes out here take much better care of yourself so oh. i'm working in silicon valley Boom, shakalaka. listen i'm working in silicon valley where dudes is wearing flip-flops and you know that's nuts bro and stuff to work like how do you make a 200k plus a year and wear flip-flops to work that's what they do so then we moved to manhattan beach and i'm used to wearing basketball shorts and a t-shirt if i'm gonna go to like rouse or something to get sure some groceries. like a normal human we go to manhattan beach we go to the routes there. Dudes is in like tuxes to go wow. grocery shopping. It's ridiculous. They're, they're dressed all nice in the tees. Ladies all hair done to go oh, grocery shopping. man. So I had to level up. Yeah. I had <laughs> to start washing my face and brushing my teeth to go to the grocery no, store. No, get start out. Start wearing jeans. Wow. A nice button-up shirt just to get some groceries. Damn, dude. It's like a date night, right? I'm date a, night. I'm though. a better man for it. SoCal has made me much more presentable okay i like that i like that so thank you hey dude you are welcome you are welcome i think socal's lucky you came down dude straight up you're I'm happy you're to be here, good man. yeah good good dude to have in the hood so all right so i guess uh that could be true could i guess we'll just say that that's true but i would still i mean if you're being interviewed don't maybe not maybe not lie about your salary if it were me i would just say you know i would expect um fair compensation you don't relevant to you know the experience that I bring to your organization, right? Well, when you think about like if you play poker, right? Mm-hmm. I don't you have the patience for it, but I I feel you. You don't want to put all your cards out there, okay? And I think that's oftentimes what we do, what, the mistake we make as when interviewing employees when we try to interview for a new job is that's we good put advice. Our, our 
cards out there. Like if I'm interviewing for your job mm-hmm. and a recruiter says, Hey, what's your salary expectations? I don't have any expectations right now. How about let's just, you know, how about we just continue to learn yeah. more about the job? Like, I don't want to bone you yet. It's I'm just, I just met you. Well, yeah. Cause think about it. Let's say I say my expectations are $200,000 a year, mm-hmm. but then the recruiter in their mind, they were looking for someone at 260. Yeah. You're shooting yourself in the foot. I just shot myself in the foot. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of sit back and like, you don't have to disclose how much no one's not going to hire you because you won't tell them how much you make. Yeah. I think you're right. You might be honest. If anything, they're just going to want you kind of more. <laughs> you like, know, like, it's like, like all right, well, let's answer just the question. Keep some mystery there. Yeah. Right. And let them come up with an offer that they believe is going to be competitive. And then you never accept the first offer. You negotiate after that. And that first offer can be more than you ever thought. And so, okay, so let's say that first offer is more than you ever thought. So you would still counter that? Um, it, well, it depends. Okay. Right? Obviously, you don't want to be in a situation where you're just being greedy. greedy but, <laughs> sure. Um, there's always something you can negotiate on. So, yeah. for example, I may get an offer that's more than my salary expectation. Mm-hmm. But maybe I want to see if they actually throw a signing bonus in. Okay. Or okay. some relocation costs. There we go. It all helps. Right? Yeah. So I don't have to negotiate strictly on the salary piece. I get it. Yep. I can say, well, can I get a $10,000 signing bonus? Or can I get some relocation costs to go with, with this? Because I got to, you know, yeah. switch some things around. Can I get a freaking kegerator in my office? Those are also things. And a pinball can, machine. Right. Those are some also, also things. No, dude, that's that's on. that's great advice. Dude, that is, that is a straight up life pro tip. All right, all right. So next one here. How to bypass a person's voicemail. Do you know how to do this? Like, let's say you call me and you know you all of those homies or your mom, my parents, they have freaking voicemails that go for like 40 seconds every time. I feel like it used to be you just dial zero, right? You hit the zero. Button. Close, close, close. So it says when calling someone on a cell phone and you get their voicemail, as soon as their message begins to play, press the asterisk. It will immediately beep and you will be able to leave your message. Oh. Nice way to save some time. I don't think anyone leaves voicemails anymore. I know. I was thinking that too, right? It's all like text. Isn't it all like, yeah, but hey, hey, like, I, if you got to, if you got to, Carl, just hit that asterisk. Hit that asterisk. Let me ask you. Yeah. What are you going to do? Leave a voicemail or text message? Text message. Sometimes both. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't, I, I, it's been a while since that. Well, sales, well, I leave voicemails. But yeah, personal voicemail to someone, it's been a while. Okay. Yeah, but if in sales you're not hitting someone's cell phone, you're hitting the work number. Right? Both, I mean, depends on the. Yeah, it just depends. Okay, I'll find you. When <laughs> when would you choose a voicemail over a text message? Um, gosh, that's a good question. When would I? When I need to? When it's important? Okay, you know, I would do both. When it's urgent, I'll always leave a voicemail if it's urgent, important, or just. Sometimes if it's not important at all or, you know, in my line of work went and there's re- kind of no reason to call, but I'll just call anyways to really solidify the relationship and build on that and just leave like a, hey, I hope you have a good weekend voicemail and your kids win the little league game and buy my bikes, <laughs> buy my bikes, you know? So, yeah. Nice. All right. Word. So the last one, hmm. Uh, these are called ULPTs, unethical life pro tips. And these ones are, you know, exactly as they sound. So you can choose to pass answer. Uh, you know, it says, want to bring an extra bag on an airplane, 
buy a bag for a quote approved medical device and use that. They do not count as part of your carry on luggage. Step into a slim gym. Uh, my heart pass on that one because I feel like that's bad karma. Okay, word. A medical like that. device. It just says buy a bag for an approved medical device and use that. I feel like you do that, you're gonna end up with a medical condition. Ooh, touche, touche, touche. All right, nice, dude. All of a sudden, now I got a heart attack. Hey, all right, hey. I think that <laughs> I I cannot argue with that. I'm good. Sound reasoning and logic. I didn't say I'd do it either, dude. That's why they're called unethical life pro tips. No judgment here, brother. Thank you. Yeah, judgment-free zone. Judgment-free <laughs> casita. So, do you have a Ladera pro tip? Um, prioritize your life. Okay. Right? Ladera is in... Uh, it's a bubble that has so much to offer. So many great relationships with friends, so many things to do um, with friends from, you know, going to the pools to going to the skate parks. I hear that. I think it's important to always remember to kind of slow down all the extracurricular activities externally and, and, and make sure you prioritize time with your family. All right. All right. Yeah. Good. All right. That's the Ladera Pro Tip. So let's see. Let's see if I can think of one. Um, that was brought to you by... Pacifico. Pacifico. Clark. Yeah. Sponsor. No, I don't think I'll ever have sponsors on this show. No. We're it's possible. We're doing it real. No, nah, I mean I don't think I'd want them. I gotta start like changing stuff. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. So okay. My Ladera Pro tip, you just said skate park. I guess mine would be um hmm. If you plan to take your kids to the skate park, it's a great, fantastic, wonderfully magical place, but Prepared to maybe hear uh, an F-bomb or a bad word fly or two. Just kind of the nature of the beast there at the skate park. Um, and when you drop into a bowl, it's just like crossing the street. You look left, you look right, you look left again. But my main one would be just, just you know, don't, don't get offended or up in a tizzy if you hear an F-word or two from a kid that's 16 years old or less. Yeah, well, listen, I took my kids, all four of them, to oh, the skate park with my wife. This past summer. Okay. We just wanted to have a good time, skate, and then go home. Sure. When I was a kid, when we saw adults, mm -hmm. we didn't say certain things. Mm -hmm. It was time to clean up our language. Yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm. Mandy's knuckleheads here. No respect. They don't care. There's some ballsy little shits in there. Dude. They were going. Yeah, and I'm sitting here with my eight year old daughters, mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. 11 year old son, and they are just going. And I'm looking at my wife, and she's fidgeting all uncomfortable. And I'm thinking, we're not going to be able to. Finish so, were you guys just game. ignoring the bad words, or your kids were clearly knew what they were, but you pretended like you didn't hear it, or like we got up and we left, bro? Oh, that's saddening. Damn, we got up and we left. You didn't even say anything to the kids, like, hey, could you not no. drop so many? I mean, yeah, that's a tough one. Because then what if they mouth back to you, then all of a sudden I'm slapping the shit out of some. Well, I shouldn't have to say anything. I know, right? You're you right. You are a thousand percent right on I'm that, a, dude. It's like, where man. have like, the. I'm not a little kid. Yeah. My wife's not a young lady. She's a, We're grown. You see us with our kids. Yeah, with a little kid. You should and know better. Nothing is clicking in your head to pause yeah that's whack if, like, if that's ever my kid i'm gonna be so ashamed of him and yeah. or my kids i don't think mine would ever do that i know they wouldn't but yeah you're right it's sad dude and that just speaks to society as a whole right now kind of yeah or where it's gone and 
But it was a good learning opportunity because I went home and I set my kids down. And I said, if you ever, (laughs) (laughs) if you ever speak like, because I asked him, I said, well, why would someone need to speak like that? Good question. Good question. Like, what is it that they were communicating to where they had to use those words? Because they weren't arguing with each other and they were having a good time. But why did they need to say the words that they need to say? And they said, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, I don't know why they say those words. I said, look, you're going to, there's going to be situations where you guys are going to be off with your friends and no one's going to be around and you're going to be able to choose the words that you use. Choose them wisely. You don't, just because you can say something doesn't necessarily mean you need to say it. You know? And, uh, that was deep, bro. That was like almost made me like tear up over here, bro. It was all in your little sweet, like monitor, like your your thanks, voice, dude. Thanks, like, bro. wow, dude, wow. Thanks, bro. I, I, you know, I put a lot on my kids. Well, hey, I, I put a lot good. Because look, they're gonna. I don't want to have to micromanage your life. True. And so I just did. Your parents do that to you? No, my parents were working okay all the time yeah, well hey dude mine mine were divorced but yeah mine were the same working all the time too my parents divorced when i was seven ten for me but and, yeah and then they were both working all the time so i was just learning about life raised by the wolves baby on the streets. <laughs> yeah and, yeah and and the, you know i i learned a lot that way Oh yeah, but it also created a lot of scars and a lot of um, oh yeah trauma, missed opportunities, missed opportunities. Yeah, what I learned, I try to pass over to them and give it to them for free, so I don't have to make the mistakes. Yeah, but they don't want that shit sometimes, and it's like, listen, you little mofo, you better listen. Well, you're right, they don't. Yeah, but they can never say that and try. True. Hey, dude. Yeah, and they're gonna be like, that little dad, my dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had those moments being an adult, dude. I've had those moments, and I'm like, shit. I'm my freaking dad right now. You're like, what? You know, it's always you'll understand one day, son. No, I won't understand one day, dad. And then all of a sudden, one day, I'm understanding, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So I got some today. I learned for us real quick. Um, hmm. This one. This one's just great. Okay. So. Today, I learned that in 2001, a Hooters restaurant held a sales contest offering a prize of a new Toyota, which was actually an April Fool's joke. When a waitress won, she was given a new Toyota. She sued the restaurant, alleging fraudulent misrepresentation and won enough to buy a new car. So instead of giving her a Toyota, they gave her a Toyota, like a Yoda Star Wars dog. Toyota. Where was this at? A Hooters restaurant back in 01. This had to be in California. Oh, I would. It's only in California you could sue someone for that kind of stuff and win. You're right. Well, I mean, I don't know. Alleging fraudulent misrepresentation. Yeah, I'm not. I don't don't know. What what would you be suing under there? Exactly. Like liable or. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. How did they spell Toyota? Was it it T-O-Y-Y-O-D-A? No. Then no, it does it. No, it wasn't. It was Oda O T A. It really was. So they're screwed. Yeah. Oh. Damn. Mm-hmm. She'll never work at a Hooters again. Have you been to Hooters? Did you go to Hooters when you were a kid? Oh, I mean, never when I was a kid or with my parents. I've been there a couple times, like as an adult. I mean, it's nothing special. It really, it's really nothing. Like, 
I went, you could take your kids there, I feel like. Well, I went when I was uh, 12. With okay. My basketball team. We were in Texas for a basketball And your time. coach took you there? Our coach took us there after a game. Oh, snap. I was like sex education. Oh, I bet. Never seen anything like that as a 12-year-old in my life. <laughs> because at that time, I think, you know. Yeah. I think Hooters had like a different standard back then. Okay. Where like you had to have a certain look. Sure, sure. And that look was like elaborate like like Pamela Anderson yes style. yeah yeah right? 90s so yeah. as a 12 year old you're like wow yeah yeah gnarly that's that's like when it hit me to like 12 seventh grade dude the world just changed stopped playing sports really started surfing figured out what a girl was the rest is kind of history I guess I mean my son is 12 this year he got uh, 12 this so year, is that seventh right? grade or is he going into eighth he's going into the middle school so he's going he's to going sixth to grade. sixth grade oh yeah. dude so that's like yeah when I our middle school was seven eight but dude that when I went to middle school that's when it all just that was Wu Tang says that was the night everything changed <laughs> just a liquid swords great you know that that was yeah yeah all right, all right. So, dude, spell it. Spell it how you want to give it away, I guess, is the moral there, yeah? Yeah, you should have said T-O-Y-Y-O-D-A. Yeah, right? Toy. It's pretty slick, though. It's pretty slick. Isn't that good? Like, dude, talk about, like, yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. Hmm. You want to hear about Arnold Schwarzenegger or Rockstar Video Games? Okay, let's go Arnold. Arnold, all right. Today I learned that Arnold Schwarzenegger's salary for T2 Judgment Day was $15 million, and total words spoken by him in the entire film is 700 words. This attributes to $21,429 per word, and the line, hasta la vista, baby, amounts to $85,716. Yeah, well, he gave half of that to his wife. Dude, right? More. Another half to the maid. Did you see the maid? I mean, I don't, I mean, uh, was there a disconnect there or am I tripping? I don't know. Did you, do you, have you seen a photo of her? I mean. I've seen a photo of her and the son. Son looks just like him. Really? Because he had the, he had a baby with the maid. He had a baby with the maid. Is he still with her or was it like a. No. But I mean, dude, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I don't know. I, I was shocked. I was shocked too. His wife was like, yeah, Maria Shriver. She's like super accomplished. Yeah, and pretty. Yeah, uh, pretty, but like accomplished. Yeah, like, yeah. She gets Gnarly. stuff done. She was on Oprah and all that kind of stuff before. Yeah, she's a, extremely accomplished. You're right. She probably helped him get over the top to be. Governor. Oh, for sure. I think her family yeah. has political ties. Yeah. For sure, she so, did. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what he was thinking. Yeah, that's that's he must, heavy. Must have been drinking some Pacificos. I know, but dude, four words, eighty-five grand. What the heck, dude? Hey, more power to him. All right, all right, and I, I know we all remember Rockstar Video Games Grand Theft Auto. I mean, oh. did you play video games when you were growing? I played Grand Theft Auto. Okay, so did you? What was the first one you had, or that you remember? Um. Man, so I was playing it. Or what on, console was it on? Yeah. It wasn't Sega. And it I, remember, was, I think mine was PS2. Nintendo. Or I think we might have had it on PS1. But PS2 is when it got good. It had to be on PS2. 
And I just remember thinking, like, this game is limitless. Oh, bro. I remember thinking, like, I, I was doing something forbidden. Like, like I could you go, know, I could go. I anywhere. hope my mom doesn't catch me playing. Yeah, like, dude, you know? it'd do anything. And, and especially. There's like, so much freedom in that game. Dude, it is insane. In no way in hell I'm ever letting my kids play it. Especially, to, I mean, I haven't played it in years, but I wonder what it's like nowadays. Right. You know? I, I don't play video games nowadays, but I know yeah. before Grand Theft Auto. It was like games were very structured, meaning that like you had to stay within a certain square. So sure. Okay. Now I get where you're going. Yes. You could do the following things. The levels were limited. Yes. You're right. You're right. Grand Theft Auto. You could just drive the streets. It was like a world. A right. mini world, yes. You could just yes. Keep going and down do the different streets. like things, yes. The freedom was incredible. Dude, you could have a a a, a, a call girl or whatever yeah, get in your was, car, all of a sudden your money disappears, the car starts like, freaking rolling and shaking. And yeah, it dude, like, like what the hell? It was what just, the hell? It was just it was weird. It was like, man, like we can do whatever we want. Yes, I remember that too of being blown away by that. Yeah, and then, and then look at that though. Since that's like that's all video games now, right? Like all of them are I would imagine so. And more. Are your kids gamers at all or Fortnite? My son, Tanny's big Fortnite guy, but he plays with his friends. We hear what he says. He doesn't like have it in his room or anything, you know. Yeah. So Jalen, my oldest, is into it and he got his sisters into uh Fortnite also. Oh, okay. Nice. So, like he's got he just got a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. Okay, okay. because um, I was like anti video game. But yeah, they kinda um, but he got a Nintendo Switch and he plays that and in the Mario Kart game. Oh, I will whoop some, I'm Mario Kart champion right here, dog. Okay. Shit. Don't mess with my Yoshi. Yoshi. Yeah. So we play that game together. That's kinda Who's your guy? You can tell a lot about a person I, by their Mario Kart character. Yeah, well, I go with the mushroom because Toad? I, You're a toad? Well, I would have never picked you for a toad. When I was a kid, he was always the fast one. Because he's little, dude. And but he fast. doesn't have high top end, dude. His top end's no good. He's fast off the line, but his top end is Whoa. Yeah, well, me too. I'm fast off the line. <laughs> Boom. Like, oh, I got like that. So do you beat your kids? In the game? Yeah. No. My what? Son, my son owns me. In, in oh. I just, I'm not. It's been so long and okay. he plays it. So All right. I much. want a piece of him, dude. You should, man. Yeah, he's, I'm going to have to. He's good, bro. Yeah. He's good. Who's his character? Um, who did he Don't use? tell me Wario. Wario is like Yoshi's Achilles heel. I don't. I can't recall who he used. I think he switches his guys all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh man! Now you're really blowing my mind. But we play like the 200 CC. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. So it's kind of harder. Highest, highest, and he always comes in first. Damn! Nice. Yeah, he always nice. comes in first, even against the computer. So very he's cool. He's doing his thing. Hey, keep at it. Keep at it. Okay. So the actual uh, today I learned. When Rockstar first released Grand Theft Auto, they actually paid reviewers to negatively review the game in order to keep it controversial and therefore popular. They targeted right-wing newspapers to ensure moral outrage, hence driving the game to success. That sounds like good marketing. Isn't that great? I had that's fantastic. That's I think that's that's genius marketing. Genius. It is. I mean, you got to do things different. Yeah, right? When, when I was at Snap they came out with these um these shades. These shades they had, you could press a button on them. It would record for sunglasses. Like your sunglasses. Okay. 
you press this little button and will record eight to ten seconds footage. What? And it would go straight to your phone on your snap. Wow. Wow. Called spectacles. And so they had been making these. And the only way you could get them were through a vending machine. And so they would put these vending machines in unique places all around America. Wow. They put one in like the Grand Canyon. Really? Yeah. And they let folks know. And then everyone that was like following Snap would try to get over to the Grand Canyon. How many many would be in each one? It it was only like 100, 200. Oh, damn. Then they do the same thing at like they put it somewhere in like. That's good marketing too. That's great marketing. Dude, it was crazy. They did it in Times Square and it was like wrapped on. So it caught fire, right? And Mm -hmm. we were trying to get these hands in their spectacles. But as they were like when they first were releasing these, like the CEO of of Snapchat wasn't sure it was going to be a hit. So they had this brilliant marketing campaign that generated all this demand. Buzz. But they didn't have the product. What? Because the product, they wanted to be conservative. They were like, well, if these don't kind of yeah. hit, then you know we're going to be stuck with all this stuff. Yeah. So everyone was trying to get these things. And then they started seeing, oh, these are a hit. We need to make them. So then they started making Mass them, producing them. Mass producing yeah. them. But then when they finally were ready, the whole marketing kind of fizzled. Fizzled, bro. Oh, damn, dude. And they they ended up up with like all these products that were going originally at, I think they were like $299 for glasses. Oh, they were giving away, giving them away to employees for a dollar. No, no, that's a, that's a sad tromboner all the way. That is horrible, dude. That's gnarly. Well, I mean, so somebody got promoted, then fired real quick. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't me, but uh, that's what happened. Are you still with Snap? Do you? No, I left Snap in um, 2019. I left Snap and then went to Google. Okay. I worked for Google for a couple years and then I left Google and I worked with a Boston based startup called Clavio now. I think I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you might have to ask what you do. You don't have to answer if you don't. Yeah, I'm in uh, legal compliance. So I focus on FCPA, which is the Foreign Quest Practices Act. So anti-corruption, bribery, prevention, conflict of interest, in, employee policy, corporate governance, all that fun stuff. So are you a lawyer? You have a... a yeah, I'm not a lawyer. I'm but a, you have your juris doctorate or whatever. So I focus on... Um, the kind of ethics of mm-hmm. corporations. And uh, I've been able to do that without being a practicing lawyer. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know ethics and corporation went together, but no, yeah. I'm kidding. No, you're right, dude. They, you got to, you got to like, wow. So that's, that's very interesting to me. So where do they get in the most hot water usually? Or what's like a common faux pas you see these companies making? Well, the area that I look at, um, corporations, um, have, for example, sales or sales, you know, groups. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'm working for corporate, uh, for companies that are going into emerging markets. Okay. So they have these new technologies. They want to expand these technologies into new countries as quickly as possible so they can monetize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the sales guys that do that, 
um, oftentimes are limited in their reach. So what do they do? They hire agents on their behalf mm. and they say, Hey, I need you to go set up in the an Northwest office for us yeah. in Dubai, in the Middle East dude, or in Asia somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then these agents will be like, all right, well, you give me $200,000 and I'll go set everything up for you. And so these agents will take that $200,000 and they go out and they'll get it set up by any means necessary. Wow. By any means necessary is when corporations get in trouble. Because <laughs> right? what yeah. they do is they like take some funds and they pay off. Shadow they, government. They, they pay off the permit guys. So sure, can, especially like, in third world countries. I mean, especially right. in third world countries. So they can I expedite feel. the building process. Yeah. So they can get into this building or you know, never ending. Get a license and everything to do all these kind of things. Get a government contract. So you make sure they don't do those things. Yeah, I do things so that. Cool. You make sure it's by the book. You know, well, the thing is, is you can only control so much. So my thing is setting up certain programs, trainings, and policies so that if it does happen, the company will be in a defensible position. There we go. Meaning that we did the following. Yeah, things. you did your due diligence. You can't control everything in the world. This motherfucker just did what he wanted to do. <laughs> hey, yeah, this is yeah, not. Yeah, we don't know him. We, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> exactly. It's like <laughs> he went. Hey, Sue, who? Like we did this. Yeah, we did this. We invested here, so this would have happened. We did this. This This dude just went rogue. Damn. Right. Yeah. That's that's the goal is to make sure that the company does the right things, so that you're promoting. Making the right decisions, not just solely based off well, proper money, business, it right? It's like when you that. build a house, you don't build a house on sand, you build a house on solid ground, right? Yeah, you're preaching now, bro. Hey, hey, yep, amen, now. amen. So it's not like that makes that's that's yeah, makes total sense. Alrighty, oh, Urban Dictionary words of the week, dude. Oh, gosh. You ready for these? What you got for me? All right, let's see. First one we have. A Venus, B E N I S. A Venus? Mm hmm. You can pass if you want, but I'd like to hear you try to answer. So, so it says, What's up, guys? My Venus is eight inches long. I'll give you a hint. It has nothing to do with a private part of any kind. Venus. Mm hmm. Uh,. Okay, if someone says their penis is eight inches long. You should know this one being in LA. You probably saw this like left and right. You saw Venus all day long in LA, I bet. Is that like the man bun? No. <laughs> no, hey, that's good though. That's good. Close. It's very, 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 very close. So it says <clears throat> Venus. The measure of how far back you wear a beanie. The further back you wear it on your head, the longer your penis is. Usually measured in <laughs> inches, you know, right? So you know exactly what I'm talking about, though, right? These guys that got the beanie and it's like freaking like in the middle of their head. It's like, wait, wait, is that a beanie, a yarmulke, or like what? I've only seen that once in Ladera, though. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe. One, I've seen it's like an emo, like hip hipster thing. I don't know. There's only one dad in Ladera. Okay, we don't gotta call him out, but we got a we got a Venus. You've seen just one Venus. You've only seen one Venus in Madeira. Everyone knows who this guy is. Oh, that's classic. Yeah, very I'm nice. I'm not hating on his Venus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
That's so good. Okay. All right. Next. Canadian goodbye. It's probably like close to the French language, right? Because. Oh, Canadian goodbye. I'll leave it in a sentence. Let's say. I thought that Trump was too drunk to drive, but I realized he was fine when he did that Canadian goodbye. I don't know. What is that? Politely leaving a party while fairly sober, often enacted by asking if anyone needs anything adjacent to an Irish goodbye. Oh, yeah. I knew an Irish goodbye. Okay. See? So. Interesting. Yeah, right? Who leaves a freaking party fairly sober? I mean, mean, shoot. Last party we were at, I think we ended up shirtless. Yeah. By request of our wives, may I add. By request of our wives. Or they were you, me, two other guys. If this and the like, girls had all their clothes on, so I don't know what the hell is in that the alcohol. Or... If this was a podcast that was recorded, this would be a perfect time to pull that picture up. Oh, dude, right? Huh? For real? I can put it. I'll, I'll put it as the I, I episode. Know. I should put it on the episode thumbnail, right? Episode thumbnail. That that's a beautiful picture. It is. I felt like it was a beautiful. Picture. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I should frame it in here, right? That was that was classic. That was so we had. I don't know if we could call that an Irish goodbye, but that was just a, that was a Ladera goodbye, dude. We all just rage and just were loving it at the end of the night. That was fun. I mean, that was a good party. Yeah, that was a good party. That was the party of the year. Yeah, that. Shout out to the old Mahoney's for that party. Yeah, yeah, dude. Did you hear there? I think they're moving back to back east. Maybe I don't know. I want Jess wants to come on here, so. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. who knows if Michael will be on here But she's like I want to come on And then Leo wants to come on Tim's wife So maybe I'll get both of them on here together That might be kind of fun That would be fun they both, They're all just great people There it is Oh yeah heck yeah There it is Oh yeah baby Dude <laughs> Wow That's memories right there That's that's a Kodak moment It is a Kodak moment It is Wow <laughs> We're looking good We were wasted How good was it that our ladies were just like Begging us to take them off, dude. I go. Really good mind. Was I don't. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I think maybe Michael. I think maybe Michael ripped my shirt off. Now that I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> Shit. All right. Rewind. Rewind. All right. So. Oh wait, Ladera happening. So are you? Are you big? Like, do you ever go to any of the Larmac events or anything like that? Or so we go to the um, the summer concerts. Okay. Yeah, in the parks. Yeah, those are beautiful. Do the concerts. Um. We try to go to the, um, what is it, the Sunday Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market. Yep. Tim's uh, a big fan of that one. Producer Tim. Yeah, I don't think we've done, like, any other. I mean, we did the 4th of July stuff. Yeah, so, like, the big ones. Kind of, like, same with me. Yeah, so, these, this is, ones. like, on the 24th, March 24th. They have a teen game night. No. If you have a teen, five bucks. <laughs> yeah, no. You're like, no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be going to that if I was in high school. Sorry. Okay, and then spring celebration Saturday, April first. Um, oh, is that the big one? No, egg scramble. Oh, so that's the big one. April first, spring celebration. That is the big one. People, Larmac, babysitting training workshop, April 29th. You think Larmac would sponsor you for what the show? Yeah, I do not want Larmac anywhere near this show. You think that would be a good idea? I think money is always a good idea. Money, dude. I don't think this show's worth any money. Not yet. Oh, I mm. think you got gold. 
Oh, well, this, this is the second time you made me blush tonight. Stop it, Mr. Cyphers. Carl. You're the name, by the way, dude. It's just... Ah, I appreciate it. I like that. Cyphers. Ladera needs either your podcast or it needs its own reality show. Okay, dude. <laughs> both. Yeah, right? Okay. So you are sitting on a pot of gold, right? All right. All right. All right. So, okay. So let's say I'm a reality TV show producer. Like, who are we following? Uh, married couples? Single? Like, not single people, but like... like a, an individual person, like my like my wife out of our family. You know what I'm saying? You're following the Ladera moms. Lider- yeah, right? Because that's where all the action's at. So much. Like, they talk to each other so much. Probably like seven hours a day, they're in communication with each other. It's kind of gnarly, yeah. It's incredible. Incredible, yeah. So you talk that much... It's gotta be so much, dude. Gotta right? Be, there's gotta right? be some juicy stories going on, right? Yes, Put yes, a yes, yes. Them, follow Shit. them to the pickleball courts, uh, to the ladies' brunch. No more fun. Where's the ladies' brunch? Oh, they all. You mean they just go to brunch? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, they're always eating. Just, just ladies' brunches and yeah, right. Woman dinners and just just stuff. Stuff, right? Yeah, should be captured. You're right, dude. I think you do a thousand percent. Yeah, a thousand percent. Or I would, I would go the other way around, and I would follow the sports. I think originally when I said I wanted to have you on this show, but I mean, I mean, talk to me. So, have you always coached your kids back in LA and stuff, or is that something you started to do? Yeah, I always coached my kids. Uh, when I was in Ladera, I started off coaching my uh, my oldest in uh, Manhattan Beach Little League. When okay, he was five. Um, and then that transition and coaching him into basketball and Manhattan Beach youth basketball. Um, and then it got into doing the girls into soccer. Um, and that's just because, you know, um, it's very similar to here though. Like the dare is a little bit on steroids compared. To oh my goodness, dude. You could um, say that again, but it's, it's important for me that, you know, kids have an opportunity to fall in love with sports and not take it too serious, but also understand and believe in themselves. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. And um, I think that too often there's coaches that focus on their own complexes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm I'm going to make the best team so I can get a freaking trophy and win the so I can fulfill this, right? It's and be it's, it's, it's so about, gnarly. It's, it's dude. about them versus yeah. about the kids. Yeah. And I'm all for wanting to win, but I'm also all for wanting to see kids improve and feel better about themselves and not quit sports. Because I was, I wanted to win so bad that like yeah, that I benched this kid four times in a game because I needed to freaking win the triple A. Confidence is down. Like that's not what it's about for me. Yeah, and I'm not. I didn't want anyone to take the the love and the joy that my kids could potentially have for sports Amen. away from them. Yep, yep. Like my kids yeah. don't love sports anywhere close to as much as I did. But 
that still doesn't mean I want to open up the door from someone to go and, and smash just sm- it kill and it. Take yeah, it away. yeah, hell no. Oh, hell I just no. want to keep them interested. Yeah, uh, keep them kind of. Well, as a coach, that's what you're hard. supposed to do. These guys are are they're rec coaches, right? They're not travel team coaches. They're not high school coaches. They're not like paid team coaches. They are volunteer coaches, and they get out there and just freaking. It's like it's bewildering. This shit. I'll see. Like, I'll give you a scenario right now that I just heard and. I don't know who this coach is. I mean, I'm sure by saying this, maybe like we'll know who who he is. Maybe I don't know, but but here's the scenario. So, baseball um, majors. This lady's son. Her son plays on my AAA team now. Great. The the AAA son is amazing. Amazing player. <clears throat> Great little player. And his older brother, one year older, is in majors. Well, insane soccer player. The older brother, but he's playing majors for the first time ever this year um obviously no baseball experience that is kind of a gnarly jump you know but he's a hard worker making it work so before he even gets to practice right the coach calls the mom and says hey we got so-and-so on our team i don't i don't have i don't know who you guys are I just wanted to call say hi type thing has he ever played before the mom no he hasn't but he's an insane soccer player and hard worker and you know blah blah, blah. Okay, well, I just want to let you know he's probably going to be on the bench half the game and then the other half will be in right field. And she's just like, okay, I mean, what do you say to that really, right? But on that on that same token, you got this kid that's never played before. He's a great soccer player athlete. Like, wouldn't you try to, like, cultivate him and build him up? And maybe the coach is cultivating him and building him up, but, but, but to come out like that right out of the gates, to come right out of the gates like that is just like... And what age is this? It's majors, so let's say 10, so 10, 11. That's the thing. Like, it's whack, kids, bro. Like, oh, my gosh. These kids, made my blood boil. These kids are so Clown. Young, right? I hope he's listening to this podcast because he knows who he is. These kids are so young, right? They're 10, 10, 11 years old. And he may have in his mind that, you know, this kid that you said is good is going to be the next one. But really at 10 and 11... It could be the other kid. This is his first year. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's so early. The physical attributes of the yeah. kid have not even fully exactly shown yet. Yeah. And then you just have kids that want to understand what they're interested in. Like mm-hmm. maybe one kid at ten is, you know, I don't want to play baseball anymore. Yeah. I want to focus on soccer, or I want to focus on music, or like, mm-hmm. there's there's still a lot of exploring to do at the sure, days. but. A lot of these, you know, club teams and it's really the club teams, the AAU teams, everything like that, that are really trying to pressure kids to make a decision super early. You mean to play one sport? To play one sport. Yeah. I just want my kid to to freaking relax and have fun. Relax. Be a kid. Be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's travel baseball players on our team now. They get, they're like, their parents can't tell the travel ball coach that they're playing Little League because the travel ball coach will get mad they're playing Little League. It's just let them be kids. Let them enjoy it. There's, there's a time where it starts getting serious. Mm-hmm. But that's not it's, 10 years old. It's not that time. Yeah, dude. It's like that made me like, wow. You know what I'm saying? This is not that time. Yeah. And any coach that. Like you said, you kid that, could be a superstar. Yeah. That coach is an ass. Yeah. Like, and you're pigeon. He could be a superstar and you're pigeonholing him to right field like yeah. immediately without even seeing the kid run or freaking. It's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and what does he? He's got to win. Like, does he? I wonder if I walk into his house, do I just see freaking little league trophies like plastered across every mantle? 
what does that mean for him? I know. Watch my son gets him next year because my son has one more year. He goes to majors next year. They play in majors for two years. So I don't know if this is his son's first year in majors or not. But if so, then there might be a chance. Like that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Sounds like the type of dude who, like, even if my son did get him, he would never tell me and just like hold it against my son instead of just manning up and being like, "Yo, I heard what the fuck you said about me on your podcast, and this is what I think." You know, right, right, right. But it's it's I'm saying they they make it more about them. In the kids' development, exactly. Yeah, it's tough. That was a tough one for me. It really pissed me off. You know, that's a, that's a problem. Like we just, we should, we should be here, like trying to encourage these kids, trying to find the positives in what they're doing and encourage those things while giving them direction to get better. Mm-hmm. Understanding that every kid is different, every kid reacts different to different coaching, right? So we have to look at these kids. Like, how can I bring the best out of them? And I think what you have is you have coaches that are just like, this is my system. You have to fit my system. And if you don't fit my system, then I don't want you to play and everything like that. And I just think that that's fundamentally wrong. Oh, on so many levels, on so many levels. It's sad, dude. It's just, yeah, here, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, so have you ever won a championship as a head coach here? Um, Not that it freaking matters. I'm just curious. That's funny that you would ask that after I said <laughs> But I mean, hey, it's one thing to win it the right way, or what I perceive so, to be like the right way. So last, which year, happened to us in single A for baseball. So last year in AYSO, I coached my daughters for ten U. There were eighteen teams. Wow, for ten U. Wow, that's ten girls. Ten U girls. Ten, ten girls on each team. Wow, eighteen teams. That's a lot of kids. And uh, we ended up in third place. Nice. Yeah, we ended up in third place. So um, you went deep in the playoffs. We went deep in the playoffs. And in the playoffs, did you play like the best talent or did everybody get equal play or No, we played the, we played the best talent. Okay, yeah, in the playoffs you should. At that at yeah. 10 years old, you should. At that level, I I'm all for that. Yeah. So I think I would have done the same thing. Yeah. And my my daughters who are on the younger side so they can play team you again this upcoming. Okay, fall. nice. Yeah, nice. Um So we, we have a good chance. So it was third place, and then my son for basketball, we took third place um, last year uh, for basketball, and that was a pretty competitive league. And what did you play growing up again, or what, what were I you best? Basketball. Okay. In high school, I did basketball, football, and track. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, is your wife athletic? She is. She, she used to do... Um, Muay Thai when I met Oh, her. snap. So she'll whoop your ass, dude. Well, yeah. People, yeah, Muay Thai, like, that's, like, real stuff, dude. That's, like, actual hands punching. It's not, like, freaking Krav Maga or Tai Chi or that bullshit. The problem was, is, like, we started dating and she was doing Muay Thai. And she would wear these summer dresses, right? Okay. And she's fair-skinned, so she would bruise very easily for Muay Thai. Oh, damn. So she'd have these bruises on her arms. And folks would look at me like, oh, I'm like, damn. I was like, That's yo, 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 you gotta chill. You gotta put some clothes on, baby. You gotta chill. Either I never gotta thought change. I'd be saying this, but yeah, you gotta put more you clothes on, chill, please. Change your wardrobe, but you gotta stop this Muay Thai stuff. So she stopped Muay Thai. Really? Yeah. Gnarly. Yeah. I mean, she was. But like, she, damn, bruises? So she'd actually spar with people or yeah, like, she, dang. She, no, she was the real deal. For sure. Yeah. Wow. Nice. I, I love, I love boxing as a workout, you know. Um, 
Muay Thai like kicking as well. You know, I never got into like jujitsu, but yeah. it's a great. It's so fun, dude. Yeah. Just using your hands like that, dig. It's it's so fun. I can't believe she quit. I, I would just maybe no more sparring or something. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh, I could see that. I could so. see that. It's all right. You don't need to be a fighter when you got your wife, right? <laughs> hey, babe, handle this guy real quick. I know, right? Yeah. Shoot, like that. Nice. Okay, so so you you went third and third, and then it. Did you ever find yourself at any moments like coaching, like like, or did your wife ever tell you like, "Yo, honey, you were a little crazy that game," or or you kept it? I would imagine you kept it really freaking cool. You're a classy guy. No, I I think the only the only time I kind of lose it is on the refs sometimes or your own kid. And it's no, I no just, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. It's 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 never at the kids. It's no, I said your own kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's because like the refs, they like. Um, Sometimes they like they have these power dynamics, right? Oh, like, I've so, seen yeah. some power tripping refs out there, so, especially so in basketball with their whistles. Oh. So a lot of times they have like shitty jobs where they like have no power in their job. Right? Yes, they ref. They, they got they just just shitty life. Oh. So they go out to this and they be refs. And they just like, <laughs> oh, I can I can control this shit. I'm gonna make sure I control this. And they get out there. I'm like. I always see what's going on, bro. Like, you're taking this to a whole nother level. And right? you don't even say anything because you hey, know, you dude. You know. It, <laughs> Let right? the other coach, yeah. That's, that stuff pisses me off. Um, I but, hear that. Um, no, I mean, I'm, you know, look, I'm. That sounds like guy. almost a little bit like uh, the Little League, the higher, you know, how, like, all the board and all that. I don't know, dude. That's a show in and of itself. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But the kids, like, you know, I'm just, I'm a grown man. Like, if I can't manage a kid's emotions or if I'm letting kids piss me off, I shouldn't be coaching. <laughs> and so, it doesn't. Like, I'm super patient with the kids. Mm-hmm. And um, that resonates with them. And and part of it is because I'm doing more encouraging than anything. If I'm yelling at a kid, what I'm yelling is, work hard. Work hard. Don't worry push about yourself. it. Push yourself. Push yeah. yourself. You know, it's, it's, that's what is, that's really is. Keep mm-hmm. working hard, work hard, work hard. Like it's them positive push, reinforcement, them pushing themselves. Sure. I tell them all the time, look, you can, you can make it seem like to me that you're working hard and that you're tired. And I, and I can on the outside think that you're working hard and that you're tired, but you could be completely not tired. Yeah. Like it's you, like you have to push yourself. I tell the kids this all the time. You are the one that knows if you're tired or not. You have to push yourself to be the best you can be because you can fool me. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. But that's not going to do anything for you. No, you're going to get, yeah, or it'll, you'll get sick of that ultimately. Right. You got to push yourself. You yep. got to make yourself get better. So I'm always telling them to focus. Hey, work hard, work hard, keep working hard because they can get tired. They can start kind of losing focus. Stay focused, get hard, get hard. Uh, but never you're gonna not gonna see me yelling at someone for making a mistake. That's just it's part of sports. Yeah, part of sports. At least not at the nine ten U level. Even at the high school level and college, it's part of sports. Well, I don't know. You make a mistake on the football field. I mean, you should be yelled at by your coach. To a certain extent. I mean, at that competitive level. To a certain yeah, extent. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't get like like but, verbally abused to the point where. 
you feel like an insignificant human being, but you should definitely well, be think, put in check. Be like, yo, you messed up, you blew coverage, this happened, you know, do your job. Yeah, but every, and this is, this goes back to what I think, talking about with kids, every player is different. So let's say someone blows a coverage in high school and you yell at that kid and then they blow coverage again and then they blow coverage again. And then the next time they blow coverage in the next game, instead of yelling at them, you're like, oh, I can see why you bit on that fake. Next time, look, you just got to stay more aware. You got this. I know you can do it. You're just going to have to stay locked in. Remember, they're going to bait in it. So you're teaching them mm-hmm. you bit because of this. That's why you blew the coverage. So next time, do the following thing. And I know you can do this. And there then they respond to it. You're not wrong for your approach. But that approach is not for everybody. The approach that I gave, that's not for everybody. No, I, 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 I respect that. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. someone needs to get yelled at and they react to it. And they're sure. like, all right, now I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah, but then other times there's, a, there's other kids that don't react to that kind of thing. Sure. So you have to understand that everyone is different. Yeah, know your talent. You got to know your talent. And that's the thing is there's coaches that have so much pride and they're not willing to. To understand the so hard headed in their own ways, yeah, I get you. They're not you. willing to understand the player. The, the ultimate sad, goal, bro. the ultimate goal, is for you to win to and de- to get and better. develop children or develop right. kids into so better if, human beings. So even at the competitive nature, if I know that this player is not going to react to me yelling at them, and I'm trying to win, then I'm not going to yell at them. Yeah, I'm going to hey, do hey. what I'm going to do. What, right, I'm going to do whatever it takes. To make sure that they react what I need them to do in the game. I love that. Right? Yeah. It's not about me like yelling and making the scene. It's about how do I get results? Bring that dude. Wow. Dropping knowledge in here tonight, Mr. Cypher. I just just want results. Hey, you want results. Yeah. If I need to bring you some Gatorade. And pat you on the back for you to not make that mistake again. I'll do it. Hey. If I, like I need that. to chew you out so that you get locked in, I'll do that too. Nice. But it's not going to be the same for this player as yeah. this player. Yeah. I, dude, I love that. And, and like you said, the whole reason you do it is is to make them better. You don't do it for any other reason than that. And Which is how it should be, dude. And results. Yeah, I got to cheers you on that one. So have you coached baseball in Ladera or always just basketball, soccer? So I'm, I'm helping assistant. Okay, for uh, double, double A or what? For uh, rookie, rookie, I okay, for, okay, for Jonah, he's six, nice, okay, and it's been great, okay, yeah, so it's yeah, it's great, then it'll, it'll get gnarly around like double A, yeah, yeah, but no, it's all good times, dude. It's so just keep keep doing exactly what you're doing, dude. You know that you're, Thanks, man, I appreciate it, yeah, I mean, and you're a good athlete too, so it's not like you know, you get out there and you don't have any clout or anything, all right, so gosh, let's see. What else we got? How, how much time? You having fun here tonight? Dude, I'm having fun. I think it's been great. I'm having a great time. I feel like I'm doing like 90% of the talking. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I think it's I think it's honestly half and half. So how many minutes do you think we've been going? An hour? Yeah, about 110, 111. Okay. Yeah, so okay. Let's, I got a couple more things here and then we'll wrap it up. So I'm dad it. You know, I like to, we've been dropping parental advice this whole time. But okay. here's a little thing I came across this week. <clears throat> It says, <laughs> rejected from baby groups. Dun, dun, dun. 
<laughs> Sorry. Wow, I didn't know that sound effect went that long. Okay, okay. Enough farts. Okay, it says, I should start off by saying I'm a stay-at-home dad. And you know what I realized this week, dude? What's the acronym for stay-at-home dad? S-A-H-D. It says, I should start off by saying I'm a sad <laughs> I should start by saying I'm a sad. I don't know if it should make a difference or not, but thought I'd put it out there. Today was the third time in the last few months that I've gone to a baby group with my one-year-old. Each and every time I've just been snubbed by the moms there. I don't know if it's because I'm a dad or if I'm doing something wrong. Whenever my LO goes over to play, what's LO? Whenever my LO goes over to play with another baby, the parents seemed to pull the baby away so my little boy is left playing on his own but i've noticed that other babies go to play together and everything is fine he doesn't do anything bad just typical baby behavior am i doing something wrong well i mean no it's just you're a dude and that's a bunch of women yeah if we had an answer for you, you know saying, we, we, we would be sitting here we'd be on an island with a cocktail right. umbrella you know like, or umbrella in our cocktail, yep. You know, they're not naturally going to be gravitated to a dude. They're going to be gravitated yeah. to other mothers. Exactly. And I'm sorry, but I mean, I don't think my wife would ever, but it's not like you can go over to like someone's house and have a one-on-one play date with like another family, like being a dude. Like, that's weird. Not in my house. No? Okay. I mean... I'm there's not going to be a stay at home dad. Oh, yeah. Coming to my house. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To have a play date with, with yes. my wife and a kid. Exactly. Thank you. That's what I was saying. Yes, yes. So you agree. You see what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Hell no. So, yeah, take a clue. Yeah, it don't make sense, dude. It's just like. But I, I mean, I applaud him for trying. Yeah. But if he's wondering what he's doing wrong, it's, it's just a simple fact. You're a dude. They're a bunch of women. And. Their husbands probably don't want you. Them yeah, or they probably don't want, and you know, Amir. Yeah, if I was a stay-at-home dad, I don't think I'd have another single, like, not even single mom, another married mom, like, come over and hang in. You know, it's weird. So. Fine, he needs to focus. Good on, for him, I guess. He he's to, woke. and He needs to focus on finding a other, another, <laughs> what is it, sad Sad, yeah. There we go. S A H D. Stay at home, dad. Yeah. If he finds another one, then I'm guarantee you he'll be. You'll have a play day, dude. I'll have a baby day. The poor baby. Well, at one years old, he ain't socializing much. All his problems will be fixed. I thought you were gonna say. I think he needs to get a job. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that's a whole nother conversation. That's where I thought you were going. I know, right? All right, hey, no, we're we're trouble free tonight, dude. This has been a solid, solid seventy plus minutes so far. All right, so I'm gonna give you one more, and we're gonna go into some home news, and we're gonna be out of here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to hear about off my chest or petty revenge? You choose. No, you're my guest. All right, let's do off my chest. All right. This one's a teeny bit old. I've had it for a minute, but it's a good one. It's it's kind of. It's more on the serious side, so we might be discussing this a little bit, especially because both of us have daughters. It says, I broke up with my boyfriend over the 2B Super Bowl commercial. I, 23-year-old female, broke up with my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, over the reaction he had to me over the commercial. Do you remember that commercial during Super Bowl? Which one? The 2B. 2B. T-U-B-I. 
It was like, you know how Tubi, I guess it's an app. It's kind of like a TV app. So it has like channels and choices. So their commercial was their interface of the app. Like, you know how when you're on Hulu or whatever, mm-hmm. you, like, so that's what their commercial was, was for Tubi. So people like, or I remember seeing it with the house I was at. I'm like, somebody change the channel or step on the remote or something. And it was like the commercial. So it made it seem like somebody, oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. it was like the, so yeah. kind of good marketing. So, <clears throat> uh, it says, for those of you who are unaware, during the Super Bowl commercials, Tubi, a streaming app, played a prank where they made it look like someone was changing the TV over to their app. Yeah, so the channel changed and everything, like in the in the commercial. And it says, I'm sure that in many households it caused chaos and it was a funny event, but not in mine. My boyfriend thought I was the one changing the channel and began screaming at me violently, calling me things that I don't even want to write down. Even as I told him it was a commercial, he ignored me and kept blowing up at me and punched a hole in our living room wall. Red flag one. He eventually realized what actually happened and awkwardly apologized, but I was so disgusted over his reaction to a 15-second commercial. I feel like if you can't keep your anger in check and get that violent over something so small, I don't want to be around for it. We'd been together for over a year, living together for the past two months, and I've known him to get angry at things sometimes, but this really took me off guard, and I can't forget how unsafe I felt around him during this. Pretty gnarly so far, yeah? Yeah. All right, so here's the final paragraph. At least, I mean, at least this girl seems like she knows what's up. You know, she seems like she's got a good head on her shoulder so far. It says, in the morning, I took some of my things and I'm now staying at my parents' house. I left him a note telling him how I felt and that I didn't think we were going to work out long term. Excellent. Same decision I'd want my daughter to make, right? He's been messaging and calling me repeatedly. His parents told me that I'm, his, he's messaging me calling me repeatedly my parents told me that i'm overreacting since he had a bit to drink and the super bowl gets everyone riled up but i don't feel i am i don't think it's normal to be that angry true right how could her parents like isn't that nuts or am i missing something here no i mean as a as a dad you would always want to be supportive of your kids yeah and if it's if it's your daughters that are like telling you that they're concerned about their safety, like, yeah, dude. Right. Right. I don't know. Woo. Yeah. That's heavy. That's freaking heavy. So yeah, he got all mad. He thought he punched a hole in the wall. Like, yeah. I mean, she made the right decision. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, and yeah, you're right. That's first, what I said. First it's the wall. Exactly. Yep. And then what is it? What's that Sadly, happen? yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's so, so she's, sad. She's getting it riding on the wall. Yeah. And, but for her parents not to support her, like you said, it's just, I just, yeah, I had to share this one because it's so gnarly. Like, what kind of like parents, like, I mean, like you, you and I are so opposite of that, obviously. And a lot of everyone we know is probably opposite of that. So it's like just that, that, I don't know. The only thing I could think of is she's 23 year old female. Maybe she like recently moved out of the house or something. Or a few months ago to live with a boyfriend and the parents are liking, like, spreading their wings. And they're like, no, yeah, it's not that bad. We like walking around naked, <laughs> you know? I don't oh, know. It's man. still freaking jacked. It, but it sounds like it's a not serious, right. It sounds like a serious situation. Yeah, hell yeah, run. If I was her parents, I'd be saying, you stay here as long as you want, honey. And like, maybe not as long as you want, but, you know, we, we're going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. And I'm like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, I... I I don't know where the parents are coming from on this one. Exactly, dude. Like, I have two girls. If I ever hear of their boyfriend or something hitting them, I'll, I might go to jail. I will probably go to jail. Yeah, I mean, look, domestic violence is 
a serious thing and mm-hmm. no i'm not trying to downplay it no, or no, i'm no. saying she did like no, this for, is for sure like yeah i've dealt with it in my family with my, oh. with my sister um you know coming to me you know after going through something like oh. that and so like you know i don't even want to imagine how i would feel about with my your daughters. kids but i also think that like i would set the expectation up front with these dudes. Okay. Like, you remember in Bad Boy when Will Smith Mike and Marlon Lorenz, uh-huh. when they showed up at the door? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Before he took the girls to, <laughs> to, uh, to prom. Yep, 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 yep. And they kind of just set that expectation. Hell yeah. You know, like, yep. you know, and and so. Um, Answer your front door with your pump right, shotgun in your hand. Right. I, ha- I have a friend. <laughs> That just recently got married, and um, before he got married, he uh, his 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 then fiance is from Spanish Harlem. Oh, or the Bronx, one of the two. Anyway, so they flew out there to go meet the parents and everything like that. And he wanted to ask the dad for her hand in marriage. Good, I did that. I think everyone should. If 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 yeah. my daughters people don't, they they ain't nope. So the dad, or you ain't getting no money from me for that wedding. The dad was this ex-military guy, right? Like, had been in the military service for like 40-something years. Not really. Retired and everything like that. Yeah. So he tells my boy, he's like, all right, let's go for a drive. And he's like, oh, we're going to go drive. You drive all sitting back. He's like, I want to show you this. uh, I want to show you this base. This base I used to work at. So they get in the car and they start driving upstate New York. And they start getting into like this foresty area. Nice. And that's in this forest, and my boy's like, uh, man, like, where are we at, bro? Like, I don't see anything around here but just trees and stuff. And then the dad's like, I think the base was around here somewhere. Where's the base at? It's gotta be around here somewhere. He's driving deeper into the forest. Heavy. And my boy's starting to sweat, right? Yeah, hell yeah. This could be the end of me. Yeah, right? Especially because right. the dog, my dad's crazy. Just be good when you meet him. And the dad was just trying to send him a message. Like, this right? is where you're going to be, mofo, if you... He, he he was pretty much just trying to send him a message. Like, bro, like, I'm crazy. This is my daughter. Yeah. Like, I've raised her. Yeah. I love her. that. I love that. How you know, see? So we like, need to talk as our daughters get older. Like how we right. need to share tactics of how we can scare fear. Right, but into, it's, it's not like a disrespect thing. No, to him, but it's just like listen. Yeah, it's it's like alpha dog. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't. It's it's so interesting. Like having daughters. Like I don't know about <sighs> for you, but it was a game changer for me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was di- like when I had my boys, I was I felt more manly than anything. Else. <laughs> like, like, it works. Boy, it works. I got a girl and I got these twin girls and then everything changed. Uh, everything. And um they just and melt think, your heart. Right. And melt I melt it. I think about the mistakes that I've made with women in the past. Mm. And like if a dude ever made those Oh man, we dog, can't go there, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so like there's a little bit of me having to understand how to be realistic that there's no perfect guy out there and that guy's yeah. gonna be made make mistakes, but there's also some mistakes that never should be made. Oh preach, baby. Yep. 
Yep. Like no one should ever put their hands on my ever, body. ever, 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 ever. Yes. Ever. Correct. I've never put my hands on a woman. Me neither. True. Yep. No one should ever put my hands. And they, yeah. they need to have that expectation that no one will ever put their hands on them. And whatever I need to do mm-hmm. to inform whoever they is yeah. that they choose a date. Yeah. That that's my expectation, then I'm gonna do, do that. It. Yeah. Hell yeah. Whether just I, like you're coaching up the kid. Right. Whether I'm just saying it or whether I'm driving the ass through the forest. Acting like I'm lost. Shit. They need to get that message, you know? Yeah. Um, or drive them to a six foot hole I already have pre dug in the ground and just be like, <laughs> I think I dropped my watch in there. Oh, wait, hop in there. Oh, yeah, you like that? You're going to yeah. live there permanently if you. Yeah. I mean, but I also think my daughters will be raised up enough to know, like, they'll be like this girl. And even though her parents seem like a holes, um, but so, they'll see a situation like that and they'll run for the hills. But yeah, they'll never, hopefully never put themselves in one like that. I, I hope not, right? Mm-hmm. I, I hope my daughters never put themselves in that situation either. Yeah. But I want my daughters to, like, I, I don't, like, some some dads want their daughters to be, like, super tough, right? Like, oh, toughness and everything. And I, I want my daughters to have a certain element of toughness, but I also want my daughters to be safe and trusting that a man can protect them. Ooh. And I know that like that may not sound politically. I was just saying, be careful, bro. We're dipping into woke freaking COVID but, wokeness. But that's, but that's totally fine because I agree with, I, my wife allows me to protect her. Yeah. And I, and well I said, love that. Well said, well said. Like, yep. She allowed yes. me, she's always allowed me, to protect her. And I take pride in protecting her from harm. And when I can't. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of men should do the same thing. Right. And when I can't protect her, it hurts me deeply. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you know, we just had a, a significant family tragedy mm. a couple, a couple, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I could do to take her pain away. Yeah. And it's the worst feeling in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I think right, when I think about my daughters, I want them to be okay with having someone to protect them. But when they find someone, that person needs to understand that not only are they a protector, but they're a respecter. So just because I say that I want to protect my wife doesn't mean that I don't respect her and the capabilities that she has. She can speak up. She can have an alternate different. Pr- you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, different opinion than me. Sure. But I'm going to be the lion that roars when there's all this bad stuff coming towards her way. Yeah, heck yeah. I'm going to be there to protect her. Yeah. And that's just who I I'm gonna am. I'm going to be the first one to go into not battle. All, not, yeah. all dudes are, not all dudes are like, some dudes are like, oh, you know, go ahead and, you know, she can handle herself. That's cool. For me. Well, I mean, my wife can handle herself, but if I'm present and I can, like you said, I'm always going to handle it for her. Right. Or I'm always going to be the first one to right. put my neck out there, and there's, and and so I think that there's nothing wrong with either way. For me, I I like to be the protector and let my wife kind of just enjoy, you know, everything and just keep, keep trying to keep my best to keep the bad stuff away from her. And that's what I want for my daughters too. Yeah, well said, dude. I think we just gotta just end it on that, right? It's like we're going like a buck thirty. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a bunch of like home stuff, California home stats, and all this stuff to go over, but. You know, I think, you know, I think, 
<laughs> I like where the show has gone. Right on. You, should we go over the stats real quick? It's up to you, man. Call it a night? Whatever you need. All right, all right, all right. Well, over here, I know you're a Major League Baseball guy. Did you hear that they're changing the bases? I know that they were changing the timing of, like, between pitches. Oh, like a pitch clock, yeah, to make them throw faster so they can't take their time up there, wipe their Dude, hair gel, get the ball all nasty. That's so wild. Yeah. The best thing about baseball when you go to a game is knowing that you can open up some peanuts, take a look at the inside. Oh, right. Eat Shit. it, throw it on the ground. Write an essay. Look, look up. Yeah. And nothing changed. <laughs> nothing changed. Nothing happened. You're good. Yeah. Well, shoot, obviously they're losing fans because of that. So, But this is the base. So it says the traditional base is square with 15-inch sides. The new base is now 18 inches along the side, which not, which not only means more base to grab, but also means the distance between the bases is slightly less. So it's three inches less or maybe six inches less between bases. And it says the intention of the league is to uh, reduce injuries and increase stolen bases, an element of the game that has been decimated amidst, amid the analytics revolution. In 2012, there were 4,365 attempts to steal a base, a figure that was down to 3,297 last year. So we had 1,000 less stolen base attempts between this year and 10 years ago. Yeah, it's just me and motherfuckers not in shape. I know, right? Not in shape. <laughs> or just they're getting way better, dude. Way better. Way freaking better. Way better. Um, yeah, I mean, gosh, man, it has been such a pleasure chat. We're gonna do this again too. It's great, man. You're gonna be a recurring vest. I mean, guest number two. I was, I'm just, I'm stoked to have you in the house. I feel like you freaking held it down. We had a really insightful conversation. I hope there's people out there that, you know, got something from any of this stuff we talked about tonight for real. And, and like I said, if you want to come on the show, if you got something to say, please just drop me a line. C is in cat. S T E I N three three at iCloud.com cstein33 at icloud.com and we will get you on here i mean it's, it's carl's casita carl's casita mr cyphers it's approves mr cyphers i need to go to mr cyphers barbershop is what i need to it's do oh man you gotta go in there man yeah we got yeah all right hey hey I'm, I'm taking that as an invite taking that as an invite i need to you know yeah no thank you dude you are seriously the man i i thank you with thank you for having me oh my, my pleasure me. my pleasure definitely not the last